Hey, hey, it's Allison Katzkowski, and welcome to this week's edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I hope you're having a fabulous day wherever you are listening to me from on this Tuesday morning. Um, today, I want to dive into exactly what is the Simply Fit Life. And I use those words very carefully because people I talk to every day tend to make a workout and or a self-care program really hard. I don't think people mean to make it hard, but if you're just starting out or maybe you've had a break for a while and you're trying to get back into some type of routine, I think it's easy to be so overwhelmed because there's so much information out there. I did a Google search uh, just yesterday. I was just curious just yesterday and I Googled easy ways to work out and I probably got at least 500 responses. I mean, there were probably 25 pages at the bottom of my Google search, which told me how much information is really out there. It is just so loud out in the online space now. It didn't used to be that way. When I first started out, most of the time, I mean, home workouts were basically unheard of. And most people would just go to a brick and mortar type gym. And the big gyms were really where you had the most options. And that's really not the case now. Um, in 2019, we, there are probably so many options now. It's tough to figure out which one actually can work for you. Um, and this is where the smaller boutique style gyms have really carved out a niche market, meaning that you can just go to a studio and all they have is yoga classes all day. You can go to a studio and just take cycling classes. You can go to a studio and just work out with the trainer um, and nothing else. So what we're seeing is, is people are choosing, people have more options, so they feel like they have more choices and that's a good thing. But the negative side of that is, is that it's difficult to figure out what options you should go with and what options can actually work for you. Um, because if you try to do it all, then you won't get any further. And in fact, you may overwhelm yourself so much that you don't even start. Or you start and then you quickly stop. And that's really not the goal. The goal is to find something that works for you. And so in my conversations with people, I hear people say, well, what's the easiest thing that I can do to make a change for me? Um, because there may be some aspects of, you know, a workout and a self-care plan that sound appealing to you and interesting to you. And then there are other things that maybe just flat out don't, let's be honest. Um, you know, we know what it does for us and we can sell ourselves on the benefits of it, but that doesn't always mean that we love doing it. And this is, again, why it's so important that you find something that works for you that's simple enough that you can adapt to your busy lifestyle so that you're not constantly on this perpetual hamster wheel, this get on for a few weeks because you have a hot goal that you're working on. And then by the end of the month, you're either tired or overwhelmed or burned out or something. So I like to refer to this as the Simply Fit Life. And this is what I'm going to share with you today. It's just like a basic template of what I teach with most of my clients and in my classes on a near daily basis. And also this is what we teach in our five day challenge, which we're going to be launching again in a couple of weeks. So, and you can obviously get in on all the action in our Facebook community, which I'll give you that information um, at the end of today's show. So, so, you know, today's topic can relate not just to working out, but it can relate to self care. It can relate to maybe your mental health. It can relate to just about anything that you do in your life with your time. You know, the important thing to remember is, is that, you know, we need to try to keep it simple. So anyway, so let's, let me just go into the three basic components of what the Simply Fit Life actually entails. Number one is, is obviously move your body. 
Um, moving your body can mean, it can mean just about any type of activity. And most of the time it helps if you find something that you like. And what we teach with our clients and in our online club is we want to teach you how to use your time in the best way. And if you've listened to any of my episodes before, you know that I'm a big proponent of not wasting any time. Um, because if anyone tells you that you need to focus on 45 minutes to an hour or more every day and you won't get results, well, they're just not informed because that's not true at all. Um, you can work out and get results in as little as 20 minutes a day and sometimes less than that if you're really intentional with how you use your time. So the key, though, is to be consistent, and it's to find some type of activity that you can do most days of the week. Well, what does most days of the week actually mean? In my vocabulary, I interpret that to mean at least four days a week, because a couple days a week really is good for building a habit, but it's not enough that's going to help you see results. So you want to shoot for four days a week. So sometimes what helps in your mind is if you tell yourself, I'll do it five days a week then you get four days a week and you've still been successful. So you always want to shoot for maybe a little bit more than what you think is reasonable for you to do so that you continue to make your decisions and get your activity done as if that is already happening, right? Because that's where we want to operate most of the time. So most days of the week, the activity hopefully should be something fun that you enjoy. What I have seen really a resurgence of in the last probably a year or two. And it's not that it really wasn't popular. It just people just weren't really talking about it as walking. And for a long time, all the health gurus suggested that, oh, well, if you take a walk, you'll feel better, but you won't get anywhere fitness wise. And maybe to some degree that's true, but taking a walk is still one of the best things that you can do just to help yourself feel better and to get your body moving. And that's really what it's all about. And let's think about that for a minute. You don't really need any equipment. You just need somewhere to go. You just need a good pair of shoes. So really, wherever you live, wherever you work, um, surely there is some area where that would be suitable for you to take a walk. So and hopefully it's enjoyable because connecting with nature outside can be relaxing. It can help relieve any stress, help you clear your mind and hopefully help you get on with your day. It doesn't have to be the exact same thing either that you do every day. Some of the most successful plans that I have seen with some of my clients and with people that I've talked to. Um, who live in other places is they alternate things. They have a couple of things that they alternate with. So for example, one day you could walk, the next day you could do some yoga or some cycling, and the next day you go back to walking. So it doesn't have to be the exact same thing. Now, I do talk to a lot of people who do the same thing just about every day. I was just talking with a gal yesterday um, at a football game that runs every single day. And she likes it. She says it works for her and that's her private time. So, and that's great. If you find something that works for you and you can do it every day, that's awesome. But a lot of us just aren't like that. So you don't have to do the same thing. That's the point I'm making is I think if we think we have to, we tend to go to a place in our mind where maybe it's either not fun or it's too hard or I'll get bored or something. And then we start coming up with all the reasons why we either can't do it or don't want to do it. And then before you know it, we've talked ourselves out of it. So just think it doesn't have to be hard. It can be simple. It doesn't have to be the same thing. And this is where you can make it fun too. You can think of creative ways to get the same thing done. Um, And this is where sometimes the value of doing say yard work or playing with your kids in the yard, playing with your pets, 
doing housework even. Housework isn't really fun. For some people, I guess it is. But it's still activity and you're still moving your body. And that's so much better than just sitting in front of a TV or a computer all day. So my challenge to you is to how many different ways can you come up with to be physically active? And let your creative juices get going. So be creative. Um, have fun with it. And just think if you're moving your body, that is the goal. So think about it that way. So if you know that going to the gym every day isn't going to happen, then how else can you be active? So think about it that way. Um, focus on keeping it easy in the beginning so that you're more likely to continue with it. I have talked with people a lot who have started out like gangbusters with something and they're either really sore or they get hurt or they find they think this is just too difficult for me. My body just will not let me do this. So keep it easy in the beginning, but make a point to progress yourself and make it tougher so that you have a chance to, you know, benefit from the fact that you are continuing to push yourself because we have to push ourselves mentally too. And going through a really challenging workout is a great way to help strengthen our resolve and strengthen what I like to call the confidence muscle in the, the you know, getting our brains to continue to work even when we're, we keep telling ourselves that we don't want to keep going. Um, and that's just a good analogy for life in general. So keep it easy in the beginning and then be open to adding intensity and challenging yourself. Okay. So moving your body, that's the first piece. The second piece is to eat a variety of foods. And this is where people get so bogged down um, because there are literally thousands of diet plans and lifestyle eating plans and, you know, shake formulas and 28 day cleanses and Weight Watchers types programs. And don't get me wrong, if you've tried any of those and they've worked for you, more power to you. But keep in mind that we are trying to keep this approach simple. And just because an approach has worked for your friend of yours or for someone that you know doesn't always mean that it's going to work for you. So don't feel like you have to fast a couple days a week and then go on a cleanse for three days and then go without sugar and caffeine for a week, you know, and it just, it just gets more and more complicated. And then you're not exactly sure what you're supposed to do the next day and what you're supposed to do coming up and how in the world are you going to be able to keep up with all this. So the best strategy is to focus on eating real foods. So what that means is staying away from the processed foods, the foods that are already prepared in the grocery stores, obviously things like white bread come to mind, fast food, obviously, uh, for that reason, a lot of the snack foods, the items that are meant to, for you to be able to stick on your shelf and stay there for weeks and weeks generally aren't the best approach for a lifestyle eating plan. It's better to stick with fresh fruits and vegetables, uh, buy lean protein, drink plenty of water. Um, and some people say don't eat dairy, but I'm not like that. I don't eat a lot of dairy, but I do eat some. So just know what's in your food. Get educated on how to read labels. We'll talk about that in a future episode. But a good strategy for that I would like to share about eating whole healthy foods is to focus on the outside of the grocery store. Go around the outside. That's where the freshest food is. So that's where the fruits and vegetables are, produce, the deli, you know, the meat counter, the fish counter, all of your fresh dairy, eggs, cheeses, if that's your deal. Um, and even, you know, in a lot of the grocery stores now, they have ready prepared salads, ready prepared cut up fruit. If you're extremely busy and you know that just taking time to meal prep some weeks just isn't going to work, then it's a whole lot easier to buy good food. Um, and that's already prepared for you. If that's your deal, I would encourage you to get in the habit of doing some of that yourself, but let's be honest, we all are on a time crunch some days. 
Um, so sometimes just buying things that are already prepared is the way to go as long as they're good for you. So focus on the outside of the, of the grocery store. Drink plenty of water. I cannot emphasize this enough. Um, make sure that you're really watching the caffeine, the sugary soft drinks, even diet sodas aren't really good for you. So really try to keep those to a minimum um, if possible. Focus on the outside of the grocery store. And here's another tip. When you're shopping in the middle, though, usually the middle aisles in the grocery store are where all the name brand snack foods are, the name brand baking items, the name brand coffee, the name brand chips and pretzels and, and snack foods, the things that are, you know, easy, you can stick in your shelf, like I said, and they last for a long time. Generally speaking, those items are going to be at eye level when you're going down an aisle. So keep in mind that the middle of the grocery store is usually not where you want to be spending a lot of time. Now, if it is, if you know that there are a few items that you need there, then absolutely do that. Stick to a list. And obviously, it's never a good idea to go in the grocery store when you're hungry, right? Because everything looks good. So focus on the outside of the store and then limit your time in the middle of the store. And this is where a lot of grocery stores will put nice displays up, especially at the holidays. They'll put up all kinds of displays with favorite holiday foods. Like at Thanksgiving, you'll find displays on how to bake and make pumpkin pie. At the holidays, you'll find, you know, holiday cookie displays and pastry displays and, and all of that. Can sometimes you just feel like you can't get away from it. So focus on eating real whole, healthy foods. That's usually fruits, vegetables, lean protein, some dairy, you know, high fiber choices, and obviously healthy fats too. Avocados, cooking oils, a lot of things in the nut family have healthy oils in them, healthy fats rather. And this is definitely still an area where you'd want to watch your portion size. So you definitely want to not eat large quantities of those items, but know that they are okay. And then finally, practicing regular good self-care. And obviously, this is um, a big subject of interest for me. This is why I named my show The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. But this is where I think I am seeing more and more evidence that health professionals as well as fitness professionals are really paying attention to what self-care agenda items can you add into your routine. Um, and I really believe at some point we're going to see, you know, some type of health club situation that opens that has a real focus on self-care, like self-care classes. I mean, where they use self-care in the title, it's really just a matter of time. But this is where I think so many people get self-care confused with exercise and eating well. Obviously, that's a big piece of it. But real self-care are the things that you do for yourself when you're not doing those things. These are typically exercises and activities that help you reduce and relieve stress. They're activities that help you improve your sleep. Um, they're hopefully fun things that help you recharge your energy, things hopefully that help you laugh, things that will allow you to enrich the time with your loved ones and your family members and the people that mean the most to you. This to me is what real self-care is. And this is what I really like to make an emphasis on my show because every week I always like to have some point to address with self-care. So what I'd like to do before I wrap up is share with you four questions to ask yourself about this major piece with respect to your self-care, because all three of these areas need to have some emphasis in your life somewhere. And if you skimp on one, then most of the time, 
that is the negative aspect of that is going to show up in other areas of your life. So I'll give you an example. If you skimp on the activity piece and you really try to be diligent with your food and your self-care, then you might feel okay, but your body won't be as strong and healthy as it can be. So there is a drawback. So all three of these areas need to have equal emphasis in your life. So questions to ask yourself about self-care. What changes do you actually want to make? And this is where I can not strongly suggest enough that you look at your daily habits because they say the secret to our success is always found in what we do every day. Um, Self-care is 80% to 85% behavior, believe it or not. And when we think about behaviors, we think about the things that we do every day, the things that maybe hopefully become a habit with us, um, the things that are just part of our regular routine. So what changes do you want to make when you talk about your day-to-day routine? Do you want to try to get better sleep? Do you want to make sure that you're eating a good breakfast in the morning? Do you want to make sure that you have some time in the morning to pack some healthy food to take with you to work? Do you want to make sure that you have your walking shoes with you so that if you have a chance to take a walk on your lunch hour that you can do that? These are the things you have to ask yourself with respect to your daily routine um, because you... It is not fair to you or really to everyone else in your circle to just focus on work and to focus on the to-do list. Um, We have to make sure that we have dedicated time for our self-care. Question number two, what is it that really makes you happy? And what is it that can bring joy to your life? This is where spending time you know, hopefully with your family, with your pets, with a circle of friends, maybe there's an activity or a club or an organization um, with whom you share a common interest. Um, This can be a place where you can really find enjoyment. um, And that enjoyment translates into less stress, hopefully for you. And this is again, where I think If you don't dedicate the time to really process and think about the things that you really want to be doing, then you may not get the ideas of what other activities you can do that will make you happy. And what is it that can, how is it that you can find more joy in your life so that you can be in that mental space where you're happier most of the time? Because, you know, let's be honest, life is short. We're on this planet a very short period of time. And finding things that really nourish our souls and that keep us in that happy place in our mind is really what's going to help keep us going when the times get tough. And the times will be tough. There will always be challenges. There will always be tough times. And if you look around and you think that nobody, there are certain people in your life that never have it hard, think again. People just learn different strategies as to what works for them. But I can guarantee you that the world's most successful people, the most successful people that you know, have some kind of self-care routine that works for them. Question number three, where do you put it in your busy life? So let's back up for a minute. If you think about what works for you, think about what it is you want, think about what's going to make you happy, then obviously the next logical step is to think about where it's going to go every day for you. And this is where I cannot stress enough, making an appointment with yourself. This is really where it matters the most. Make an appointment with yourself that you know that you're not going to cancel, that you're not going to change, that you're not going to try to move around to try to fit something else in. Once it goes in your calendar, it's like writing it down. If you write it down, I think you're much more likely to remember it and stick with it. Um, So schedule that time in your calendar. And like I've said in past episodes, if all you have is 10 or 15 minutes to yourself every day, literally, I know some days it can feel like that, then that's a perfectly good place for you to start. So start with short blocks because you're more likely to stick with it and be consistent with it. 
Um, one thing that I have found that helps me more is getting off of my phone and my computer more and reading more. Um, reading more, I think, just challenges different parts of your brain. Whereas if you're looking at your smartphone or your computer or your tablet, um, I don't know that that necessarily does much for your growth and for your enrichment. So if you're not really a reader, maybe a, listening to a, another podcast, maybe a book on tape is an idea, or maybe doing something else altogether. But ask yourself, where am I going to put this time in my busy life? Um, and then finally, this is where you have to really get real with yourself. What benefit will, uh, will doing this have for me? And this is where I've talked about this before. You have to get really clear and intimate with yourself as to why this is what you want. So if you do that, if you know why this is, why it is that you want to do this for you, then I think these other pieces fall into place a lot easier. So in other words, think about it. What's in it for me? So if I'm going to make all these changes in my life, what's in it for me? And this is where I think people really overthink it. And so I'm just going to make this really clear cut and simple for you. If you make these changes and if you decide to make a couple of small changes in your life, then not only is this going to boost your mood and help give you more energy, it's going to help you show up better in your life. And if you think about the days when you feel like, you know, I I was having this conversation with the client the other day. She said, I just have no idea where the summer went. And I started thinking about that. And I thought, well, when we get really busy with life, time really does fly. But hopefully, if it's flying by, it's a good thing because you're able to be present and enjoy all of it. And if we're just focused on getting things done all the time, then it takes the joy out. It takes the fun out. And then we lose the power of the present. And the power of the present is not something to really take for granted. Your sleep will be better. Um, You'll feel better organized. You know, and a friend of mine is a professional organizer, and she always says that the more clutter you have around you, the more cluttered your life is. And I think that's really true to some degree. I think there's a lot of merit to that. You know, make sure that you're having that time just to sit and be. Um, And if meditation is something that you have been thinking about, maybe that's something you should try. This is really where you can be really, really visual and really clear on what all these things actually look like for you. And finally, the best part about all this is that the more you do it, the more it increases your confidence and the confidence muscle, so to speak. You know, these are, these are areas of our, of our, of us that we have to work on strengthening just like we work on strengthening our bodies, just like we work on strengthening our muscles and bones. Um, and all the things that really help us run, all the things that help us do the things that we need to do every single day. And probably as I leave you today, I just want to leave you with this one piece is give it time. Whatever you decide to do, give yourself time to make it a habit. Promise yourself you're going to stick with it for a month and see what happens. And hopefully that will extend into a second month and then a third month. And by then, hopefully it'll be part of a routine for you. So you have to give it time. And this is where so many people don't do this. They follow all the steps. They do things for a few days. They don't see the changes that they think they should see as quickly as they think they should see it. And so they stop. And I cannot tell you how many people I've talked with who that's exactly what they say to me. Because one of my first questions is, is, well, how long have you been doing this? Well, I tried it for a week. Well, I tried it for two weeks and then I went on vacation and then this came up and that came up. You have to be consistent. You have to be consistent. You have to stay the course because so many people give up. Don't focus on the outcome solely, but focus on the process and what it teaches you. Um, and when you stick with it, 
you find out that you learn a whole lot more about you than you were bargaining for. And that in and of itself can keep you motivated and keep you more in the game. This is Allison Katzkowski. I really appreciate you tuning into the ultimate journey of self-care. I would like to invite you to join my Facebook community, Living Your Ultimate Life Through Fitness and Self-Care. Please reach out and find us on Facebook. We would certainly love to have you. We talk about all kinds of topics like this related to health, fitness, um, healthy eating, travel and leisure, um, all things fun that can constitute self-care. So I would love to invite you to join us. Um, this is Allison Katzkowski. I hope you are one step closer to living your ultimate life.